0: Good morning, everybody. It is Thursday, 15th of July, and our market down three this morning. Futures this morning were down 10. That was on the back of Wall Street up 44 S&P 500 was up a little bit NASDAQ down a little bit main news overnight was Powell we'll come to that in a minute buy now pay later continues to get pummeled in our market this morning it had an absolute shocker yesterday on the news that Apple was going to join the buy now pay later space in the US with Apple pay later and that PayPal was joining the buy now pay later space in Australia on the back of that APT or our Afterpay was down 9.6% yesterday, Zip down 11.4%, OpenPay 4.9%, Sezzle 10.3%, Hum 4.1% and this morning we've got Afterpay down 1.9%, Zip down 3.7%, OpenPay down 3.5%. So it goes on. I read one piece of research I did mention in the podcast yesterday from Shaw and Partners. They have a very good analyst on Buy Now, Pay Later and I put some of his quotes in the strategy piece yesterday but message was risks on the downside Still early days for buy now, pay later, but obviously becoming a very competitive space. I'm sure there will be more research around over the next couple of days. Banks down today, energy sector flat. The oil price was up 2.8%. Looks like the Saudis and the UAE are going to resolve their differences and come to an agreement on production cuts later in the year. That is to say an agreement to lift production cuts. Gold is up today quite strongly. That's on the back of the gold price up $15. When the world goes to hell, gold does well. world hasn't quite gone to hell yet, but you get the idea. ARB is well up today on the back of research after their guidance yesterday. Travel stock's down a bit. We're waiting to see the COVID cases now in Victoria and whether we're going to go into a lockdown at some point. Victoria's back to wearing masks. There was one article in the AFR today which said Sydney's prolonged lockdown for an anticipated two months will cause the national economy. To shrink in the current quarter. Let's hope that is wrong. The investment bank results in the US. From Bank of America and Citigroup didn't impress again overnight. What we're seeing is huge results from the investment banks, which is predictable on the back of strong markets and cheap money. But it's not turning up in share price rises, which suggests the U.S. market's getting a little bit fatigued. The U.S. results season usually starts really well and gives the whole market a shot in the arm. It looks like we've already had the shot in the arm, and now great results are only okay. Which, as I said yesterday, woe betide any company that disappoints in this results season with prices at record highs. We've got Morgan Stanley results tonight, but next week we start to see the big technology stocks and they will have a bigger impact on the market. We have Netflix and Intel next month, plus a host of industrials, but we have Microsoft, Apple, Amazon, Alphabet, Facebook, PayPal results the week after that. So as I say, usually beginning of results season gives us a shot in the arm. It will be up to the tech stocks to continue the joy or not. The US PPI number similar to CPI but it's the factory gate prices producer price index number was out last night like the CPI number this week which was higher than expected PPI number was also higher than expected up 7.3% year on year against consensus of 6.8 so just feeds this higher than expected inflation feeling I'll come to that in a minute there's a chart of the ASX 200 in the strategy piece today Market's still going up all the moving averages in the right place nothing to worry about here. I also have put in a chart today of self-wealth. If you remember self-wealth was a company that listed in the third quarter of last year and shot up of course on a boom in new traders using their platform. That stock is down from it's halved down from 80 cents to 43 cents and they're doing a capital raising today 10 million dollars at 39 cents. It looks like the covid boom has been and gone for the trader numbers and trading activity. Turns out investing isn't easy after all when you're sitting on 50% losses on the most popular stocks like Afterpay. You can see that it drives all the new players away. Punting shares was a no-brainer last year apparently. Just ask my daughter Jemima. She is a money squirrel, works hard, saves, and even she was coaxed out of her burrow last year and has lost money on shares this year. Turns out it was a no-brainer. After all, no brain required, no brain used, with inevitable results, exactly as her dad told her it would turn out. The less we know about something, the more confident we are that we know what we are doing. Chris Conway, 2021. I'm sure he said that. But it's right. It turns out investing requires education, experience, hard work, persistence, boring, but true. Right. The main debate today in the strategy section is about Powell, who spoke in front of the US House of Representatives. Financial Services Committee last night and predictably everybody's debating how long this transitory spike in inflation will persist after the higher than expected CPI and PPI number this week. The equity market's taken it in its stride and the bond market had a, a yield pop on the back of the CPI number. So bonds fell, 10-year bond yield or interest rates went up this week on the back of the CPI number, on the back of the higher PPI number and Powell's comments. Bond yields have come off again. I think the general impression is that they are not going to rush tapering, saying they will continue bond buying until there is substantial further progress on jobs. Interest rates will stay put till 2023. And Powell saying he's confident the recent price hikes are associated with the country's post-pandemic reopening and will fade. Some senators have disagreed, by the way. Some of them were saying, or one of them was saying, that the rise in house prices, household appliances, food prices and gas didn't feel temporary. So the interest rate in Inflation debate goes on. We continue to watch inflation to see how long it persists or whether it's all going to tip over in the second half. For now, that debate is quite benign and not very scary or precipitous. So it's business as usual in the equity markets. Looks like the Fed's going to take tapering slowly. Nothing to disturb us. Back to watching the results season in the US and anticipating the results season here. Right. The one stock portfolio. I know these are supposed to be 10 year picks on a multi-bagger theme but the top 21 stock portfolio picks is in the strategy section today and Henry has overtaken Marcus Can you believe it? With Archer materials, I've put a video of Archer materials in the strategy piece today. We actually had a number of members say that they would have picked Archer materials if it hadn't already been picked by Henry and they went and picked something else. But there is a lot of interest in AXE, so I've just provided the corporate video and a link to the website. You might go and have a look. And creeping up the tables is... Felix, who does work for us, he is a uni student working part-time for Marcus today, does some of our spreadsheet stuff. He picked Vulcan Energy and VUL up 10.8% yesterday. It was up 5.5% on Tuesday, 4.7% on Monday. They announced a lithium supply agreement last Friday. And Chris is happy with that as well. He added VUL to the trading section a couple of days ago. So that trade's looking rather clever as well. And a lot of lithium stocks in the one stock portfolio picks. I've put a table of performance of the lithium stocks in the strategy piece today. A few technical signals today. There's a buy signal on FMS. Big trend is firmly down, so I'm not sure that will interest too many people. There's also a buy signal on Woolworths after they have now split off the sinful assets in, in, into Endeavor. And Woolworths, if the market did at some point calm down, Woolworths will, especially in COVID, it's a COVID beneficiary will probably do okay and outform. There's also a buy signal on NanoSonics, which has had a bit of a rough trot this year so far. Right, that's about it. As I leave you, market looking pretty soggy. We have been down 11 and up 11. We're up seven at the moment. Resources okay. Banks down. Buy now, pay later. Getting beaten up. Archer Materials AXE up 6.5% today. As I leave you, Dow futures down 57. You have a fabulous day. Day and I will speak to you soon.